If you give yourself a month, it's going to take you a month. If you give yourself a week, it's going to take you a week. If you give yourself two days, girl, you're going to get it done in two days. What's up, what's up, gorgeous friend? Welcome back to the Ambitious and Fit podcast. Y'all, we have been doing so great when it comes to these two episodes per week. Things are just kind of flowing. You know, whenever you're in a groove and everything just kind of comes and hits you all at once, you have this new motivation. It's like this new drive. Um, That's what I've been having recently. And thank you so much again for your messages. They're just the best in the world. Thank you so much in general for providing topics, things you want to hear more about, or even just saying thank you as well. So I love you and I hear you and I am so excited for you and for your journey too. So in general, y'all, this is the Ambitious and Fit podcast, right? So it's really important that we not only focus on the fitness perspective of things, we also focus on us as ambitious women, things when it comes to, you know, productivity, time management, any sort of mindset habits, you know, different things like that, because that is a really big piece of the puzzle for both ambitious and fit women. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be talking about 10 time management super hacks that we need to absolutely keep in mind because they help us get from point A to point B faster, right? So whenever you manage your time, time is of the essence. Every single every single person, Beyonce, any sort of athlete, any sort of TV show host, Kim Kardashian, like anybody of a, you know, Tony Robbins, everybody has the same 24 hours. So we need to optimize our time to help us accelerate our results at a rapid rate, right? And we're ambitious and fit women. So therefore, if you tell us that we can get from point A to point B even faster within a shorter period of time, just by better time management, like we're absolutely going to be doing that. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's go ahead and dive on in. All right, so number one is going to be a bit of a doozy, and it's because you and I, we are ambitious and fit women. We 100% pride ourselves on this thing, but number one is to stop multitasking. So multitasking is doing 8 million things all at once and thinking that it really helps us from a time management perspective, but at the same time, though, you're doing so many things at once when really you're only making small progress in each of those areas versus actually making big progress in one area. So you know, really, it's uh, really important for us, especially whenever it comes to our work or maybe a project we're working on, or maybe even, you know, think of something in terms of like tackling your house, right? If you are multitasking and you are, you know, you have said that you're going to be cleaning the kitchen, the living room, your master bedroom, and your closet all at once, where you're doing little things here and there, but if you really focus, instead of doing the multitasking where you're picking up things off the floor and then you are going into the master closet and then all of a sudden actually you shift to making the bed, but then you get stopped and maybe you go and do the dishes for a little bit, it doesn't it doesn't help whenever you are thinking like, oh, I have to do all of these different things and then you're multitasking while also doing X, Y, and Z. Like we need to focus on one thing. When you focus on one thing, oh my gosh, your time management skyrockets. It's focusing on one thing. It's giving you the ability to say, okay, I'm going to just do the dishes. I'm just going to do the kitchen. Then I'm going to move to the living room. Then I'm going to move to the master bedroom. Then I'm going to move to the closet. Same thing goes with projects. Same thing also goes with your fitness journey. You need to be focused. Let's say that you're doing a workout. If you're doing a full body workout, that's fantastic. But full body isn't necessarily always the most, you know, 
impactful whenever it comes to making a move in your journey. If you are exercising a muscle, more so it's helping, you know, doing upper body versus lower body. Like having a true focus on a certain area of your body is really great because you're stressing out those muscles. You're breaking them down consistently and you're helping them build up and become strong, lean, and beautiful versus, you know, starting on legs. Then all of a sudden you go up to, you know, your, go up to your arms and then you go to your abs and then you go over here and then you go over there. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, maybe I'll run. Maybe I'll do Stairmaster. Maybe Maybe I'll do these things for each two minutes, right? And you're just bouncing all over the place or even multitasking. Let's say if at work, you are, you know, working on a project while also keeping your email up. And then also you're listening to a podcast, but oops, you got to rewind the podcast because you actually <laughs> didn't listen to all of it. Right. Or you, you know, have, you're answering an email while also working on your project at the same time. And there are so many studies out there that say that it takes your brain about 10 to 15 minutes to refocus on a high impact needle moving item whenever you are multitasking. That's why they say that multitasking isn't the greatest thing in the world. Now, can you still do it? For sure. But you might need to just pick and choose where you're doing it. So maybe it's you're, you know, cleaning out your closet while listening to a podcast and you it's a mindless, you know, job that you can do. That's a good multitask. But if you are actually focusing on a big pillar moving project that you need to absolutely focus on, multitasking is going to stop you from being the most productive that you can be in that moment. Sometimes that thing if you're multitasking could take only 15 minutes if you, you know, actually dedicated 15 minutes to it versus, you know, taking a full hour because you've been answering 18 emails, right? So number one is just stop multitasking. Number two is to, if you want to better manage your time and your fitness journey, also in your work and your personal life as an ambitious female, you know, we need to set reminders and deadlines. That's number two. And basically like setting yourself reminders. Girl, we don't remember everything all the time. Like I want to say that I literally, I have a great memory. I typically only remember like uh, actually, I surprisingly remember dates. Like, for example, we were talking uh, with a couple of Tony's friends last night about how his bachelor party was back in 2019. And for some reason, I just remembered they were trying to find the photos from back in the bachelor party. And I said, oh, yeah, that was on September 22nd, you know, 2019. And they're like, how the heck do you remember the date? And so it's like little things like that. Like, I remember people's birthdays or random facts about people. But I'm also the random person that I don't remember what I have for breakfast breakfast that morning or a dinner the night before. And so like I pick it, I guess it's like selective memory maybe. Um, but in general though, we can't remember everything that we're doing. So from an ambition standpoint, we need to set ourselves reminders. So you could do that through adding some email reminders, maybe some things that if you know that, for example, one of my clients, if they are, you know, taking a couple of weeks to be able to, you know, you know, maybe they're moving, maybe they need to start their program in a couple of weeks from now, I set myself a reminder, like, hey, reach out to so-and-so. Or maybe, you know, if I need to remember to send, you know, a certain workout or something like that, or uh, a brand new, you know, brand new program, I have reminders in my calendar the way I can remember who is coming up for a phase two, a phase three, or a phase four. And that's really helpful for me, right? And so it's really important that we're using reminders. It could even be just as simple as reminder to give the dogs their heart guard and neck guard, like for the flea prevention stuff. Like make your life easier from a time management perspective and set yourself reminders. But then that also adds on deadlines. So 
for work, for your business, it is so important, even with your fitness journey, to at least have an idea of a deadline that you're setting for yourself. So for example, my goal for September is called Show Up September. And I'm so excited about it because we're doing the two podcast episodes per week. We're posting on Instagram. We are showing recipes, workouts. We're doing all of these things because I want to best serve you in my best possible way. And so I want to be able to do that. And so for me, my theme is Show Up September. And so that gives me a deadline of you know September 30th to say, I have done all of these things by September 30th, right? And so I'm giving myself a deadline to be able to do that. Same thing with, you know, guys, we only have 16, 17 weeks left of 2022. That is insane. That's crazy, right? And so it could even be a deadline of, you know, for example, my one-on-one fitness coaching program, the Ambitious and Fit program, I have my program in 16 week increments. Like it's like, you know, I have it in, you know, a monthly phases. So four week monthly phases. And then we have a total time period of 16 weeks. That's a deadline. At the end of that deadline, you're going to be looking your absolute best and you are going to be showing up like you never have before. Right. And so like having a deadline, same thing with projects for work. If you give yourself a month to do a project or to do, you know, this thing for work that your boss, that you think would really move the needle and that your boss is wanting to look for, or maybe has asked of you, if you give yourself a month, it's going to take you a month. If you give yourself a week, it's going to take you a week. If you give yourself two days, girl, you're going to get it done in two days. So give yourself a deadline. That is a time management super hack. Number three is to prioritize tasks, prioritize tasks. So I think it's really just important that, you know, we need to have a top three or a top five list for the day. So in terms of time management, if you need to make sure you get three things done that day. So we call it the the power of three, the power three. I think that's what um, Annie Frisella from the MFCEO project, whenever he first you know started his podcast, he had a power three. So just three things. If you conquer those three things, it's a win. If you don't conquer those three things, it's a loss for the day, right? But making sure to actually look at the full list of things that you have on your plate. I know it's a lot. I know it is. Like f- for some reason, for me and you, you know, all of a sudden we like cross one thing off of our list and all of a sudden three get added and you're like, what the heck actually happened? What? And so, um, girl, same, same, same. Um, but what I will say though, is that we have to have a big picture aerial view of, you know, the tasks that are on our list. And then we need to pick and choose and prioritize. Well, what needs to get done today? What needs to get done first? What do we need to eat the frog? I think that's the right term for it. Like what needs to be done first? Don't get too overwhelmed by the 20 things, 30, 40, 50 things on your list. What can we narrow down to do today that will help move the needle forward? And that's a huge time management hack, right? So number four is remove distractions. Remove distractions as best as you can. If you have a TV in your office, keep the TV off. If you have, you know, if you're listening to podcasts and they soothe you, but yet you are trying to pay attention while also working on something, maybe it's good to turn off the podcast. Maybe go ahead and, you know, play some instrumental, you know, popular hit songs. Like I did that the other day. And for some reason it like activated this part of my brain 
that was so focused. I got so much done whenever I shifted from my podcast because the podcast I was listening to had so much good like feedback and things that I wanted to remember that I couldn't actually focus on what I was working on because I was taking notes from my podcast. So really shifting gears and removing those distractions is really important too. Same thing with, you know, if you're if your dogs, they if they're bothering you or they're barking, good to go ahead and maybe remove them from your office. Same thing with your kiddos. Maybe it's, you know, you hire on a babysitter for a couple of hours at like 17 bucks an hour. I guess that's the babysitting right now. I did it for like I think I did it for like maybe $7 an hour when I was younger. And I just heard from somebody that they're paying like $17 to $20 an hour for a babysitter. That's crazy. That is like, that's insane. That's amazing. First off, kudos to kiddos. But I mean, in general, hire a babysitter for a couple hours that way you can remove distractions to get those things done, right? Removing distractions is key. No, you know yourself better than, you know yourself better than I do. Like, Know what actually distracts you. Same thing with maybe turning over your phone, turning off Instagram. Like really, we pick up our phone like a thousand times a day, right? So making sure maybe we put it in a closet or we put it on the other side on the other side of the room, right? So remove those distractions. Number five is to time block on your schedule. This has been an absolute game changer for me in my business, in my in my personal life, in my fitness life. Time blocking is huge. And essentially what I have done is that I wake up at 4.35 a.m. every morning at least during the week. On the weekends, it's more so like 6.30, 6, 6.30. And I know I'm that crazy person. I get it. I own it, girl. I own it. If you if you have a certain, you know, if you go to bed a certain time, you wake up at a certain time, or you have certain habits, like, girl, I want you to own that shit. Like, it is so good. I love being the baby grandma. I fell asleep, I think at like 10 last night, and then I woke up at like 6.30, and it was awesome. It was so, so good. Um, so anyways, though, I was able to knock out my workout, but the main reason why we, time blocks are just so impactful is you're essentially giving yourself a timer to say, okay, for this one hour, I am working out from, you know, 6.30 to 7.30. It's, it's, I'm working out. It's mom's, mom's busy, everybody. Like, you know, I am working out. This is my me time. And I'm going to be doing this from 6.30 to 7.30, right? So having those time blocks, same thing with, you know, uh, you know, I would say like the, for the project, let's say from two to 3 PM, all you were doing is just that project. You turn off your email, you remove those distractions we talked about. You have time blocked yourself to say, I'm going to get everything I can done within this block. You will be so surprised what happens when you block your day, when you just do time blocks and they could be short sprints is the best way of putting that right. Same thing with meal prep. Everybody freaks out saying that meal prep takes forever. I'm sorry. If you are letting your kitchen work for you and you're using your oven, you're using a rice cooker, you're using a microwave, you're using, you know, I mean, like if you're using an Instapot, like or a crock pot, like, come on, you absolutely can use the things in your kitchen to have and do the work for you. Same thing with a grill. Like what? You got to pull, pull out a piece of meat from the, you know, from the kitchen and then all of a sudden you season it, you throw it on a grill and all you got to do is rotate it and it's done. Get out. It's not going to take you that long. So what I always recommend with my clients is time blocking an hour, just an hour on Sundays, Mondays, whatever works best for you, whenever it comes to your schedule and the things that are demanded of you. But let's say from three to four on Sundays, that's your meal prep time. 
Easy peasy. Or, you know, two to three, you go to the grocery store, three to four, you meal prep and boom, you're done in two hours. Like that's, that's nothing. That is literally nothing, right? And so it's just really important that we are time blocking because whatever we time block is when we're going to get it done, right? Number six is make sure you know yourself well enough to work when you are most productive or in your genius. So a good example is for me personally, I told you that I like working out in the morning. I, I really like working out, uh, waking up at 4.30 or 5. You know, I love being able to bust out a workout and then, you know, go into my morning routine, making our protein shakes, letting the dogs out, getting Tony situated. You know, like basically I just love being in control, which is totally a control freak moment. I totally get that. But I mean, just being able to, you know, find whenever I'm most productive. I know personally, I am extremely productive from 9 a.m. till 11, 1130. I, I, extremely productive. Like before noon, I'm a freaking ninja. I'm telling you. But again, for people that don't wake up until seven or eight, that's pretty much a two to three situation for them. So you got to keep in mind, like my biological clock's just a little bit different there. But in the afternoon, I have to realize that I am more so going to be doing more admin tasks. Maybe I won't be as much in my genius, not as much in my creative zone. So you need, from a time management perspective, you know yourself better than anybody, right? We just said that. So make sure that, you know, in the mornings, like for me personally, I know I'm most productive and I'm in my genius and I'm at this, I'm in this motivated mindset in the mornings. But for my husband, for example, he is 1000% the most productive human in the world between 11 and two to three. Like he, when I come downstairs for a snack, because you know, I'm hungry all the time and I not hungry all the time in terms of like for my nutrition goals, like I'm actually hungry because I'm not eating enough. Like, girl, I just freaking love food. I love food. I love snacks. I don't even need some. And I just come down and I grab some. And Tony's like, oh my God, another snack. I'm like, I'm, I love it. I love food. I mean, like me and food, we got a very tight relationship. We are good. We eat healthy. We have some fun meals. Like me and food, we're besties. And so, but whenever I come down, he is in the zone. And up until 11, he's just kind of like, you know, doing some of his admin tasks, maybe doing a couple of quick calls, but more so like, he is a ninja from 11 to three, right? And that's whenever I need to do admin tasks. You might even be somebody that can work out in the evening. Like if you are a unicorn and you are working out in the evenings, like girl, kudos, kudos to you. Cause I have, I would be hyped up on energy. I wouldn't be able to fall asleep, but that's also baby grandma status for me. Right. But maybe your zone of genius is, you know, four to seven, like whatever works best for you, but you need to work when you're most productive and in your genius. Okay, and then number seven is a personal favorite, and that's simply because I have just discovered this within the past year, and I am optimizing it, especially for show up September. That is my theme. Um, feel free to set a theme for September for yourself, by the way. It helps you stay motivated. It gets you in a really good mindset. So, But number seven is to batch your tasks. So basically batching together your tasks and the things you have to do, right? So that could even be, that could be by day. So for example, I love having my client check-in call on Sundays and Monday evenings. Like it's just, you know, those are my times to be able to do that. But then maybe on Tuesdays, you know, and Wednesdays, I love doing podcast episodes. Maybe on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, I love to be able to, you know, maybe write some content, put things together, or maybe even just live my life and do a lifestyle. Like I know I'm just not as productive on those days. 
but batch creating your tasks. Like I 100% with podcast episodes, I need to make sure that I group a couple of them together because I'm in that mindset. I'm in that mode, right? Same thing whenever it comes to work projects. Like if you are in the zone of knocking out a bunch of emails, like girl, time block and then just batch batch like all of the things all of those emails that you would need to get out from a sales perspective from a project management standpoint like just do it right same thing whenever it comes to your personal life cleaning just freaking clean away whenever you start cleaning i don't know about you but like it's kind of a little therapeutic for me and i all of a sudden just like migrate room to room to room to room to room and you're batch creating all of that together in that short period of time batch creating is game changing definitely definitely do that um also number eight is delegate tasks i know we've talked about this a lot in the past but delegating tasks is everything. What do you need to do versus what can be done by somebody else? If you are doing something that you can teach someone in less than five minutes, I need that off of your schedule as soon as possible. Time management is everything. Getting help is everything. And again, we've talked about this personally, me and you, I am still working on that. I have a really hard time of asking for help. I'm trying to become better. That's part of my, you know, the last four months of 2022. That's part of my, you know, last initiatives is saying no more. And also, of course, you know, asking for help and delegating, right? And so I need to be able to do that, to delegate and whenever it comes to meal prep or maybe, you know, nobody can do my business but me in terms of talking with my clients and making sure they're making incredible progress in their goals. Like the recaps, like I'm the only one that can do that. Therefore, Tony's going to help me with meal prep. I hired a housekeeper to clean our house once a month. I have lawnmowers coming every Friday. You know what I mean? Like I have, I have outsourced my life to be able to fully focus on this and my clients. Right. So, and this podcast, right. And then number nine, Ooh, number nine, I just mentioned it, which I of course didn't even realize that I did, but number nine is say no to additional commitments from a time management, super hack perspective. We need to recognize that no is a full sentence. It's a full sentence and you need, if somebody else is trying to throw something else on your plate, you have the right to say no. I can't right now. I I have to focus on this. If you know you should be working on something and then one of your friends guilts you into going over to their house or to go out and drinking and, you know, having a happy hour or, you know, you have to go to so-and-so's kid's birthday party because you feel obligated to do it when really you don't even know the kid. You haven't even spent time with them. Like, come on. Say no to additional commitments. Say no to an additional project. Say no to, you know, I mean... We have to focus and protect our own energy and we have to protect our own time management. If you're then flustered with 8 million things on your plate, that's not going to help you from a time management end. So you can say no. I'm giving you the permission slip right now. You can say no to additional commitments. Just communicate, right? Number 10 is, oof, good one. Focus only on what matters, I know this is going to kind of be like a bomb, but it's like you have to focus on only what matters. What matters? Your family, your, you know, your finances, your doing a good job, you know, working out, being healthy, getting your meal prep done. Like those are the big pillars, right? But like, what do you need to do in order to show up as your best self in those areas from a time management perspective? What can fall to the wayside? 
Girl, if you are, if like the dishes, let's say the dishes have been hanging out in your sink for like, you know, the afternoon, let's just say, and you are, you, you have to go to, you know, your son's baseball game. And then like, that's stressing you out. But then what really matters at the end of the day is you get him to his, you know, to his game. And then you watch him like, that's what matters. Not doing the dishes too. Don't let that stress you out. Right. If the dishes can wait until tomorrow morning, let them wait until tomorrow morning. You need to get him to the game. Right. Same thing. Whenever it comes to your, to work, right. Focus on what matters. If you know that there is a project that is absolutely needle moving, it is going to move mountains, but yet you have an, you know, a snappy client that's just kind of like blowing up your email. Like I understand that that matters, but what really matters right now is working on that needle moving project. That client can wait for just a second. They can wait for a couple of hours. Time block. Focus on what matters. Not all these little mundane things here and there, right? We need to focus on what matters when, when it comes to your fitness journey. I don't want to hear the fact that you can't, don't have time to work out. I'm so sorry. Like you make time for what is important to you. You focus on what actually matters. Therefore, you will make time. Whether it's delegating, whether it's, you know, it's finding help, you know, but whatever, or waking up earlier or, you know, going to the gym after work and, you know, asking your husband to take care of the kiddos, like, or of the fur babies, you know, or you ask your roommate to let out your pup, like whatever you have to do. But I don't want to hear that you don't have time to work out when really it's you that is in charge of your results. It's you that's in charge of not going to that class. It's you that is not making time to work out, focusing on what matters, moving your body and eating well and hydrating and getting good sleep. Come on. It's not rocket science. You don't have to overcomplicate it, right? But we need, it's a good reality check for us from a time management perspective. If you want to get from point A to point B in an accelerated rate, girl, we need to focus on what actually matters. So I need you to reflect on what actually matters to you. What is going to move the needle forward for you? What's going to make you feel proud at the end of the day? That is what's important. That's where you should focus your time. That is what matters. I hope that these 10 time management super hacks were helpful. I personally really needed these these past week. It was a really good way for me to just dive into show up September with all of the force and all the things that I need in order to help you be successful, help me be successful, and for us to get amazing results before the end of 2022. But I love you, girl, and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. See you later. Thanks for listening to the episode, friend. We are going to be releasing episodes each week, so make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. If you are ready to not only transform your body, but also transform your life by building amazing healthy habits, habits and having a lean physique for the next 40, 50, 80 years of your life while still enjoying your favorite foods, hello, cookies and margaritas, then send me a DM on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings Fit or click the application link down in the show notes to apply because I'm currently accepting new clients. I hope you loved today's episode and I will chat with you next week. See you later.